dissolved the council permanently. The last remnants of the old republic have been swept away. Hello and welcome to a brand new Imperial Senate podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Ashby, and joining me as always are my beloved co-hosts, Nikki and Claire. How you doing? Oh, uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> same uh, old. Exactly. Same old, same old. Groundhog Day, quarantine style. I was trying to think for a second if I had anything, like, remotely interesting to contribute to that question. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> I don't. Like, literally thinking about my uh, week, I think the highlight is I had chicken wings for dinner last night. That's, that's how, like, unav- that's how <laughs> not exciting my week was. Chicken wings? Chicken wings. That was pretty good. Uh, nice. I, yeah, me and Nikki, we were on a live stream last night. Mm-hmm. That was fun. I'm so sad I couldn't be there, but no, I live at work, cool. and then I get chicken wings in the late hours of the night. It <laughs> 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 is my life. <laughs> but I'm excited to go back and and listen and watch and and shenanigans and catch up on some of what went down and watch you get your asses handed to you by Alex Damon on trivia. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rite of passage. <laughs> You made it, kids. You made it to the yep. big leagues. I think you're fine. Later on in the full-on trivia contest, I came a third. Oh, look at you. I know. Moving up in the world. Did they Did they successfully transfer my points to you? Did that? I don't think that counted. It was a It was a different. It was a different game. There was like a good. There was a good Clone Wars battle, which is interesting. Yeah, that was good. And then you you both missed out on the the apex, which is when the call kept kept getting interrupted. We uh, mean because it was just me and Corey and Ross for a while, mm-hmm. and so we said I gave the idea that if we hit, I think it was like nine hundred and fifty or something, Evan Peel will come on <laughs> and talk to, the, <laughs> talk to us. And so Evan Peel appeared a few times and even took part in some of the trivia, which was great. In some of the most, like you'll never see me laugh as much as I did when, when Evan Peel uh, appeared on the on the call. Uh, yeah, he didn't realize that. Um, was the answer to every question, Captain Turkin? <laughs> it was not, but there was a lot about his relationship with Yaddle and how oh, yes, sired a child with Yaddle and she, doesn't want to do. She took out it. his eye in a sexual act. Well, uh, or uh, a different character, and you have to see who it was who took his eye out. He's, he was completely blind now, according to Evan Peel. Oh my god! He knows he has a child out there who is Yaddle's child, and we said, "Oh yeah, we know about it. <laughs> it's <laughs> quite famous." And he was like, uh, "I don't want to talk about it." <laughs> and he got really angry when I I told him that not only does the Jedi Council still exist because he he kept getting hung up on the idea of getting the plans the special coordinates to the Jedi Council and not Palpatine. And so I had to tell him that at the current state of the galaxy, the person in charge of the Jedi Council is a Palpatine. How do you handle that? He didn't. <laughs> he was not happy. I can imagine that though. would be. The- <laughs> he got in a ship and flew off and we never seen him again. He did threaten to kill us. Oh, that's, that's always pleasant. <laughs> Evan Peel, lovely guy. Um, but yeah, 
shout out to our friends at Kessel Run Transmissions and Corey for raising over three thousand dollars for Woo! and such an amazing cause. I mean, this is like one of the other. I mean, this is like what the second time he's raised about that sort of limit. Yeah, Crazy. nerd's doing good, man. Sometimes this <laughs> sometimes this... it works out. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's nice to see that this fandom can come together and, and do some real good through this magical space wizard movie that we all love. It's nice to see that happen as opposed to just people angrily arguing at each other in the void. Star Wars is good, actually. <laughs> it's my hot take Perhaps of the day. The real Star Wars were the friends we made along the way who didn't do creepy shit on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh dear um but yeah that was a lot of fun uh again follow Corey and noah they're great we loved him bless noah who when he first appeared on the chat immediately froze because <laughs> oh. his internet went out oh poor baby but yeah uh, should we just get straight into the episode let's do it yeah, let's go cool. for it Okay, let's start with some quick toy news. Uh, hey, hey, friends. On Thursday, the uh, 10th of September, StarWars.com previewed Mattel's new hybrid talking plush of the beloved George Smith, Babu Frick. He is adorable and available now for pre-order exclusively at Target. Who wrote this? Did, did Mattel write this, this script? <laughs> <laughs> Babu Frick. New at Mattel. <laughs> hey, hey. Hey, hey. $99. How much is it? How much is Bobby Frick? Uh, hold on. Let me let me find out for you, Look kids. Mattel placing monetary value in a life. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Let's find out. So, going to click the little link provided by StarWars.com in a lovely interview by Kristen Baver, who is also lovely. Babu, how much are you, buddy? Well, the answer is who knows? Oh. Twenty four ninety nine, I know. Oh, that's, that's not too bad. No, oh, that's, that's not like too bad. The baby Yoda they yeah, made. he's real cute. He looks about the same size as the baby Yoda and Got the plasticky parts and the squishy parts. Mm-hmm. I guess that's why he's hybrid, but he is darling. His eyes are beautiful. I gotta mm-hmm. say, every time I see the baby Yoda one, like just sitting there, I have to pick it up and hug it. <laughs> it is the it's, law so, of the land. <laughs> so it bodes well for their for their journey to Babu Frickland. I may have to I may have to get him. I love that little bastard. I totally should. I still need to get baby Yoda. I do too. We're bad parents. Truly. <laughs> bad toys. Woo! Woo! Although, I will admit, Bobby Frick's face is kind of scary. Why is it scary? Because his face is plastic, right? Yeah. But his eyes are so sheeny. It's like they're staring into your soul. I mean, they are staring into your soul. He's lived several lifetimes and has seen beyond his... Even then has seen beyond his ears and certainly beyond yours. I want to turn your brain off. <laughs> blank. Blank, blank. My only problem with the uh, 
Boba Frick is there's not enough of his facial whiskers on it. Oh, it does need some whiskers in there. A little cutie. His little peach fuzz. Are we okay? I'm gonna buy one. Yeah, probably. Mattel. (laughs) (laughs) I probably won't pre order it, but I'll pick it up when I see it. If you're listening, Mattel, please give us free Babu Fricks and we'll do whatever you want. Yeah, we're not above like shilling hard. (laughs) Yeah. If that means I get a Babu Frick. Just, yeah. Yeah. Give us, yeah. We'll do anything for Babu Frick. Still waiting on that Oculus Rift as well. For the, the PlayStation VR, so we can play oh, yeah, Squadrons. Yeah. Oh, that was what it yeah. was. And the Someone's Logitech. dropping the ball. Come Someone on, PlayStation. In the offices. Yeah, PlayStation, Xbox, if you want to send us some free stuff, you know, some Squadron stuff so we can game. Mm-hmm. That'd, be, that'd be nice. Yes, please. We'll do it. We'll do anything. I like the idea of us, of us going crazy like uh, Jack Torrance from The Shining. <laughs> I'd do anything for the little son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, apart from that, uh, we got some other cool news this week about something pretty neat, a pretty cool toy release. Um, and that is the new Lego Moss Eisley Cantina set. Nikki, you're the Lego Ooh. man. Yeah. You're the man with the weird claw hands. <laughs> Tell us. Tell us, what is this set? What can we expect to see in it, and how much is it? All right, so this is the Moss Eisley Cantina, of course, um, and it's—I think it's a—it's uh, under like a new sort of brand. I think it's not—it's not the um, Ultimate Collector Series sort of brand anymore. I think it's there's some sort of like it's like Master Building Series. Um, so they—they're sort of. Adding a new vibe, I think it's more like the uh, they they did like betrayal at Cloud City one before. Um, so it's it's sort of just a different banner title for these kind of sets, which means we may get more um, of you know this kind of like major setting kind of stuff. But yeah, it's uh, it's pretty impressive. It's um, you know the the cantina and it opens up. Um, got the bar it's got the seating it's got uh, also a speeder outside another like adjacent sort of building it's got 21 characters i mean that's that's impressive um and those are also the things that uh <laughs> probably make it more expensive and character like exclusive minifigs are the kicker in a lot of these things new molds uh, baby yeah a lot of new molds um a lot of rare ones too, like like an Athorian existed in like one set in the past. Um, so now we get another one here. Um, the Deveronians new, pretty sure. Um, so yeah, there's there's some cool stuff in there. I think it's I think it's also also the first Panda Baba like head mold. I think sexy so, boy. Um, yeah, it's, is Cabe new too? Uh, is that the little guy? Yeah, he's a little bad-eared face yeah, guy. Yeah, I think he's also new. Um, it's like they've they they released this Monkey King line uh, earlier this year, where they started experimenting with the the hair pieces with like ears attached. 
um, that look ex- like specifically like that. When they did Lord of the Rings, they also had elves with like the ears attached on the on the hairpiece. Um, so it's like it's kind of one of those things where it's like when that started coming out, um, it sort of looked like there were opportunities to do aliens. I remember seeing a lot of people talk about like finally doing good Celestins because you can like give them proper ears now and stuff. Yes. Um, so that's kind of cool. And, and yeah, I think, I think he was one of the ones where, who's definitely like benefited from that. And um, they all look really good. If you go on the like Lego store website, they have a, a frame, like a picture for each um, kind of new character and stuff. And you can see what they all look like and it's pretty great. And it is a nice whopping So you can save up for it, but yeah, it's pretty cool. I think it comes out October October first, and if you buy at the Lego store, you may get some extra cool thing. Ooh, sizzle! I was about to say when you mentioned about the price. I was about to say, yeah, all those um pretty great new molds are cool but they often mean the more new molds you get yeah. the more the price gets hiked up right mm-hmm. and the more minifigures 21 minifigures yeah just that many characters in general is is a lot i think the the highest before that was the uh sort of like cross saga death star they did um and i think that had mm. 23 characters included so what about the but- hogwarts set the Hogwarts is 400 US and it only actually comes with four minifigures. Oh. Um, the rest of them are like these weird micro ones. Um, but the four that it comes with are the, the founders of the school and they're, they're only there. So those are sort of like really unique as well. Um, but there are only four of them. I was sure there's like an older like Hogwarts castle that had like a bunch of different characters. It might, might be an old one, but like the one they sell now. At least. Um, okay, yeah. And and it's like... Bigger. Before the start, it's like the third biggest set, piece count-wise, um, the one they have now. But yeah, it's uh, it's pretty interesting. And, and just, again, with the 21 characters, compared to the, the 23 from the old Death Star, um, a lot of those ones were sort of doubles. Like, it was like Return of the Jedi Luke and A New Hope Luke. So like that counted mm. twice kind of thing. Um whereas all of these ones are are pretty pretty um unique, except maybe the the modal nodes <laughs> kinda look the same. But um but yeah, no, it's it's cool and exciting and uh I'm looking forward to like dreaming about getting it. <laughs> looking forward about dreaming about getting it. Yeah. So you're not even looking forward about the idea of just having it. I mean, I'd love to have it, but I'm not in any rush at the moment. In this economy? Yeah. It's like, Lego already wants enough from me. I don't know if I can give them this yet. Yeah. I mean, I've never had a cantina set, even like, or any of like the Ben Kenobi house sets, because they're too expensive. So I'd love to one day pick this up, but we'll see. I'm sure it'd be the same as me when I'm like nine years old, looking at the Cloud City set and saying, maybe one day. (laughs) And then it retires. Yeah. And then you look on eBay and it's still the same price. <laughs> yeah, if not worse. It's uh, yeah. it's yeah. wild. It's Maybe wild out there. 
but yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's exciting. This whole like, um, I guess, sort of like late summer fall wave of Lego Star Wars is is very good, and um, it's yeah, it's it's like an it's both like the exciting and annoying because when you when you want it all, they're like God damn it. <laughs> Uh, but, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, some cool stuff. It's a very, very neat idea. I, I think it, it bodes well for, um, the next year of, of Lego content because they've been dropping some cool stuff. Yeah, for sure. And it seems like to be expanding any ideas of what they can do. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. So on the, on our, uh, script here, it says, are we remotely interested in the Daisy Ridley thing about the Ray lineage? pre-production changes so quick fire nikki mm-hmm. are you interested i mean not really i mean Claire. like it's, it's a fascinating thing but no no literally that interview with josh gad came out while i was at work and the only thing i know about the production changes is oh at some point there was one but i don't know anything about what was said in that interview so i am not the person to talk to you about this i'm interested in I'm finding also- out what happened but <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I'm also. It, 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 yeah, I mean, not really that interesting to be honest. Yeah, I know a lot of people it, are going to make it into some big thing. Yeah, we got what frankly, we got. Like, I just, what it is. I think it's like cool. I just like behind the scenes. I think it's cool to like know the process. Oh yeah, it's not this like outrage topic of outrage. I don't. I don't feel that yeah. at all. So yeah, I also love how like Daisy like says it so like nonchalantly and like basically with a smile and then people freaked out like jj committed a war crime <laughs> jj yeah. my good friend he said that i could have been a kenobi but not anymore what the fuck did you just <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know it's funny it's just like all of these movies were created like a lot of the times you know things aren't truly figured out until you're in them and you're making them and you're like oh blah 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 and changes always are going to happen along the way that's some of the most interesting star wars stories like Mm -hmm. especially winging it in the original trilogy before you even know if it's going to be a thing like that's just always kind of been a been a thing um to be fair i am the person who like would have preferred her be riding on the kenobi train if any train um I prefer Raid Nobody personally. That's kind of my my favorite story. I, I loved that about the Last Jedi. But also, it it doesn't it doesn't matter at the end of the day. I'm not gonna get into get my my panties in a bunch over it because it's just it's it's not what the product finally was. Mm-hmm. So, but it's fascinating to see how we get there. Yeah, I've, parts of me would always always think about like I wonder if you could translate or just apply. Sister Leia <laughs> to modern fandom, <laughs> like the ways in which people would freak out. <laughs> Could you imagine? And yeah, I think my my number one takeaway from the whole thing was it was just kind of nice to see Daisy Ridley again. Yeah, <laughs> beautiful swan. Like, oh, there she is. I hope she's doing well. Yeah, I will say this is a a bit of a tangent, but you were talking about Sister Leia. Um, I listened this week on my car commutes to and from work to David W. Collins's The Soundtrack Show, the that mm-hmm. iHeartRadio podcast he does, which is phenomenal. If you don't listen to it, go do it right now. Um, 
right now he's moved on to I think Superman, but before that he was taught he did a three part breakdown of the music of Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. and he has when he and he talks in depth about what Charlie and and has discussed with us about being just the most emotional like I can, like he and I cannot resist crying every time the space twins reveal music swells like that just and anyway he goes into depth about that music and about that scene and he goes on the most delightful rant yelling about oh she's like oh in some way you've always known i've been going through some shit lately because i just figured out that's my dad it would have been cool if you gave me a heads up and he goes through the funniest rant that whole epi- that whole three-part series is so worth listening to because he's amazing. All of the Star mm-hmm. Wars episodes, all of any episodes he does are amazing. But but I got a particularly delightful chuckle out of that. So go listen to <laughs> the soundtrack show and the Return of Jedi breakdown. So good. David Collins, come visit us sometime, you know? Come visit us, Space Dad. Yeah, we love David Collins. And I know he loves. he knows that I, we love him too. He should. That's for sure. <laughs> He's like all those texts he gets. You know? <laughs> <laughs> my favorite, my favorite thing from the discussion was someone said, "Okay, but what if, Pal- like, it was revealed that like Kenobi was Palpatine's son?" I was like, "Fuck, that's kind of cool." <laughs> <laughs> Get my cake and eat it. <laughs> And that's why he's such a dick. He's like, leave him. We'll never make it. <laughs> Obi Wan was the failed Palpatine clone. <laughs> leave him. We'll never make it. <laughs> Tie up the, the loose worst... end of that one night stand on Canto Bite. <laughs> the thing I hate about this discourse, though, is summed up in one tweet, which I took a screen grab off, and I didn't send it to you guys because I purposely wanted to read this out to you to hear what you'd think. Mm-hmm. So someone put this big thing down. <sighs> You know, get the cast back. We know they were disappointed. Star Wars Episode Ten, make it happen. And then someone replied, "If the trend of the Snyder Cut can can become real for the Justice League, we can push for a more satisfying conclusion." Mm. Satisfying for who though? Not everything is made specifically for your tastes. There's plenty of people who loved that movie without any stipulations just let it just let it go like let it let it let it be just it it, it is what it is Dare I say um, that's the best <laughs> when i hear snyder cut in relation to star wars it puts chills all the way down my spine i just can't and just ugh, ugh, heebie-jeebies stop that when i find myself in times of trouble <laughs> ben solo comes to me <laughs> saying ow these are the same Let people. <laughs> the same people who will get their, you know, Disney Snyder cut, and then be like, "Oh, that sucked worse." <laughs> like, yep. Like it's yeah, it's. I I kind of want to see like some really shitty fan edit of what it could look like. It's just the whole black and white trailer with. I heard there was a secret chord. <laughs> it's like Ben Solo. <laughs> oh, Lord. David playing it pleases the Lord based on the Ryan Johnson epic. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, but, like, also, that's the thing. Like, on the, like joking aside on this, that's the thing. Y- y'all still can make your fan, like, your fan movies, and you can make your fanfic. Like, whatever you want the universe to be, make it. And that can be for you. And it doesn't, and we don't have to like 
we don't have to fight each other on this. It's literally just like, these. this is what I want. This is what I want. That's fine. Like, this is all fiction. Just play in the sandbox however you want to play, dudes. Mm-hmm. Just, like, stop yelling over it. It's not and worth it's like, the stress. And it's, like, one of those things, like, don't, don't ever expect, like, blockbuster filmmaking to be clean and straightforward. Nah, dude. Like, it never is. It never will be. I think people are, like, People have gotten so obsessed with this idea of, like, Kevin Feige having his fingers in 23 pies. Mm. And, and it's like, that's that's not the norm. Like, the way, the way that was done is... And even then, I'm sure those have <laughs> plenty of problems. Um, so it's like, you know, yeah. Would, of course, would it have been nice for a, like, wonderfully thought-out three-part arc? Sure. But like that's just it's just not how it goes. So mm-hmm. you know, just stop setting yourself up for disappointment and accept that things are fluid, things are unpredictable. Things um I mean they could you know, they could have planned that arc out perfectly and what happened to Carrie Fisher still would have happened. And where do you go from there? You know, it's like things have to change. Um and they do, so yeah, it's uh, it's it's funny for for starting with. Are we remotely interested in talking about this? No. <laughs> the answer is yeah. I guess so. <laughs> We've gotten here, so but I mean, I guess you know what things are worth things are worth pointing out again. I will say, yeah. Let's end this off. If you think production troubles or changes are indicative of a bad movie, check out a film called Star Wars. <laughs> And the production <laughs> of that movie. Because it wasn't plain sailing. Mm-mm. Also, try submitting your rough draft of anything to being, a f- like, or your first couple drafts of something to being a feature film. It ain't gonna happen. Also, I dare you to go to Ryan Johnson, look at him in the face and ask him oh, don't. what he thinks about... No, I, da- <laughs> I dare them to go up to Ryan Johnson and ask him what he thinks about potentially re... Uh, restructuring and editing someone else's artistic project oh yeah try it because <laughs> he had a lot of people saying that same thing to him i'm pretty sure the response was a fuck off <laughs> i mean i remember sort of in award season when people were trying to like goad him into saying something about episode nine <laughs> and, he, and he was like oh yeah i had a lot of fun <laughs> like, like like wait you don't you don't want to like crap on it he's like no no <laughs> oh my god good try gang good try speaking of bad takes um <laughs> <laughs> what a segue <laughs> what a segue we got we got a boatload here <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, so this week, Judah Carano took to Twitter to express her personal political viewpoints on social distancing, wearing masks, freedom, people's right to work in the US. Why we don't plan to de- uh, dive too deep into this, because it would take a century, I'll read all of her tweets out loud. They aren't hard to find, but they are hard to understand. <laughs> uh, there are a blocked. few things... <laughs> Unless you've been blocked... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nikki's been blocked by Gina Carano, which is hilarious because <laughs> Good job, buddy. Hey. Yeah. My favorite thing was I didn't 
quote, respond, or tag her in the tweet. She just found wrote, it. She just searched for it. Yeah. That was canceled. Yeah. That was enough. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, fun times. Okay, there's a few things we'd like to say on the subject, which I'm going to read out from this list that I did not write. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. I wrote it. <laughs> so come at me, Twitter. That's fine. Do you want to read it out? Uh, I, that you way know that what? Yeah, the- I'll read it out just because, like, I don't want to... I don't want to make my own words. I don't want to put my words into your mouths and you can feel free to comment on it after. Um, just what I said was just, I think that everybody who listens to this podcast every week knows that we don't agree with what she's saying. We're huge advocates for wearing masks and social distancing if you have to go into public. But of course, you have the right not to wear a mask. It's not legal here but you but places have the right to refuse you service because they could face fines i work in a restaurant we know a lot about this the police are watching to make sure that we obey stuff like obey the governor's orders in the state of illinois like literally just you have the right they have people have the right to refuse you service if you don't participate in this and and just try not to go outside if you don't have to if like obviously sometimes it's going to be unavoidable but wear a mask social distance and, and just be be sensible about it and that you may not be immunocompromised, but you can cross a lot of people every single day who are immunocompromised and not even know it. And you can put their lives at risk. And my own personal opinion is what could possibly be more patriotic than, protect, than protecting your neighbors and your fellow countrymen from a potentially deadly disease, even if it wouldn't affect you as strongly. Like... And even if there is misinformation, isn't it just better to play it safe and protect your country? It's patriotic <laughs> to protect your neighbors. I just, yeah. but that being said, like we, we are definitely in a different cultural time now. Like it, it's very different from the victory garden days from the, you know, from the men going, always volunteering to go off to war and women going in the factories to help the war effort at home and abroad like that was a whole totally different cultural mindset it's very individualist now in the united states in comparison to those times but like there's got to be some part of us that looks back on those times of a nation uniting together to for a common cause of defending the lives and freedom of our country that is very very much an honorable thing in my book but we're not it just I feel like this is more me as opposed to we and I know that we're focusing on different things the value of lives over the value of the economy is kind of what the discussion's going into but just if, if there's no if there's no lives there's not going to be no economy so I just I just <laughs> just protect be respect your neighbors protect them we're in a country without universal health care some people will not be able to participate and stimulate the economy if they are bankrupt from the hospital bills when they're put on a respirator for months. And wow, this is totally not, I totally went off, went off script here, but just, (laughs) um, obviously this is a touchy subject. It's very touchy. You guys know our personal opinions coming in because we start off every episode being like, Hey, wear a mask, protect yourselves, protect your neighbors, everybody look out for each other wash your hands um but you know it's just obviously it is complicated 
why why would you not want to play it even if there isn't misinformation why would you not want to play it safe the safest possible option to protect yourselves and your neighbors just Mm -hmm. look out for each other love each other respect each other take care of each other and i'm done talking because i realize i'm ranting so (laughs) i yield my time fuck you (laughs) (laughs) you know that's that's like that's all true everything you said and there's something else i just i don't even know how i feel about this but it's something i want to throw out there um so i see Sometimes I see a lot of people saying things like, or I ha- I have seen people say, "Oh, they should they should recast her," no, or they should, or I see like Star Wars stop hiring conservatives, and like I don't. For me, it's like I don't know if that's the way. <laughs> Not to be like a Mandalorian Ooh. reference. <laughs> I just I I. It's like I think um there has to be a better way of dealing with things when they go against your like your own morality um like I think like I sacrifice my what I believe every time I go pump gas in my car cuz those are like horrible um you know cor- corporations that have scarred the planet and you know there there are roles I have seen played by like literal nut jobs that I but I still love the role. Um, like Hades will always be my favorite Disney villain, even though he's played by a fucking <laughs> moron. And and it's like I don't know. I just don't see. I don't see the way forward with stop casting people who make me like disagree with them because. I like I just want to support the thing I support in comfort. Um like I think there had like there are times when you have to like reconcile that not that every some that the things you like will be touched by people you don't like kind of thing. Yeah, it's impossible to find anything honestly. Don't you think? Like not a single creative entity is without people who do not share the same viewpoints as you. I mean, how many like great movies were produced by Harvey Weinstein? <laughs> like, like it's just like you can't escape it. And it's and it's a it's Look, a, like Woody Allen's films are very good. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's like it's like uh, you know things are, things are always gonna be um, like and and that's just humanity, right? Like it's not a it's not just a things I like thing like yeah you come you're gonna come across people who you know you might like them and then you find out some things that don't jive with you and you know that's a um those are things you have to deal with and I I'm not always convinced that just like blocking it out and pretending it doesn't exist is is the way to do that um so I don't know about the whole stop casting people who make me uncomfortable thing but um it's it's something i think to chew on yeah i I think it's complicated because there are people with conservative opinions conservative views on like the economy um political views who don't necessarily 
go onto a public platform with a lot of young people and you know like people who you can inspire and give out she takes <laughs> like don't wear a mask or it's okay to that sort of generic sort of freedom and people like pretending to be Braveheart. It's like calm down. Not even Braveheart was Mel Gibson Braveheart. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking William Wallace was Mel Gibson Braveheart. So stop trying to Braveheart this shit. Spoiler alert, William Wallace died. Yeah, he got his head straight up cut off and put on a pike. He got got a lot done to him. Yeah, a few a few limbs and and other things were chopped off and put on various. I mean, places. say what you want, but he was a great tourist attraction on London Bridge when they stuck his head on there. And oh, I'm sure he was. That's <laughs> when peck it. Here's a history fact for you. Um, yeah, I just feel like there's so much to talk. There's so much to dissect, which we, we can get on here for ages. I personally think like the whole patriotic sort of stuff is bollocks. Um, the idea of that this is our country. We have to blah, blah, blah. no, like just <laughs> chillax. You know, and we can we can go into the bloody the history of how nations and stuff is all devolved from different uh, like invasions and uh, you know colonialism and stuff like that and all the the idea of like it's okay to like be patriotic in terms of like you support your country and stuff, but the the way it's weaponized. To form your opinion is just so yeah. weird. Don't airbrush mm-hmm. the flaws, man, because they're still there. Yeah, and I, and again, as someone who has got a brother with a disability, it just seems so disingenuous and disgusting that you would try and turn this into something else than what it it isn't. I mean, I've got like uh, my great uncle has Huntington's disease, and you know all this stuff. It's like. What so I'm expected to let people just do whatever they want because they feel like it. You don't like wearing a mask, well tough shit, get over yourself. You we talk about um heroes and stuff like freedoms. Like you pussies. <laughs> put a mask on. <laughs> it's not that hard. Yeah, it's not whole, it's it's pretty I have breathing. <laughs> so the people with immuno disability like, you know, these are people that could die from it. Yeah, no, it's it's so selfish, and and that's why it's yeah, that's what's complicated. Because yeah. there's a lot of and I do, I do I'm not saying it what you said, Nikki, but there's just other things where people are like, but we can separate, you know, like the art from it. Like, I don't know if you can all the time though, because this is someone who is is inspiring people, is this like important character, and has a following, and they're giving out, you know, this information which. Just isn't helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, Pedro Pascal a... is the mm-hmm. complete opposite, doing yeah. <laughs> everything you want him, you would want him to do. Yeah, I think when it comes to like the separating um, people from you know the the art from the artist or whatever, um, I think that's an entirely personal metric. Yeah. Um, some people can do it better, or to a to a you know further degree than others, and it's one of those things where it's like you can't force it either way it's like it's just it's just how you you reconcile it so if if you're a big Cara Dune fan and you hate what Gina's coming up with um I hope I hope that reconciliation is easier to to get to than than harder (laughs) pretty much 
I think that's what I think that's what we've got to say there. We're yeah. all on the same page. Just wear a mask, wash your hands, don't be a dick. Yeah. Um, Three simple rules. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the idea of going against the, the system, the crooked system that wants you not to die because we're so evil like that. Um, you know, not helpful. It's not. It's not to do with freedom. It's to do with pure stubbornness i think yeah just love each other respect each other look take care of each other man that's just that's it that's all i gotta say i think scarco didn't moan and pussy about about not about wearing a mask (laughs) maybe you can shut the fuck up and get on with it uh what about the let me look on you with my own eyes there's the first complaining of wearing a mask yeah, but he was dying. Yeah, that's fine. scary. So I won't die already, anyway. Take my mask off. Out. <laughs> <laughs> I done my good dude. It's like I'm gonna be a ghost now. My favorite <laughs> meme is that the Cara Dune and the Mando from the season finale. He's like, I don't want to take my mask off. She's like, but what about your freedom? <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Anyway, let's move on to some something similar, but not too different. Which is a uh, you know. The Entertainment Weekly magazine posted an article this week and had lots of new images from Mando Season 2. Yay! We got uh, Mando on the speeder bike with Baby Yodi. Uh, thanks, Nikki, for that. <laughs> uh, grief Cargo with some new threads. Cara Dune looking Cara Dooney. Moff Gideon looks the same. looking very angry. And uh, my my favorite, quite frankly, Bantha's baby. I dream of a man with Bantha lips. Just oof. Yeah, the, <laughs> face, the face on that, face on that baby. I I'm can't even that. say that with a straight face. I love Bantha I, I faces, am... though. Good fa- full-on frontal face picture of a Bantha. Just, oh, that just, that's the good stuff you right want, there. You want to be tongued by a, a Bantha? No. No, 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 no. I said nothing about tongues. I only said lips. Lips. I want a smooch from sweet, a bantha. Sweet caressing. Of <laughs> oh, the My hair running through its fur. <laughs> um, bantha snacks, more like. Can I, can I mention a quick topic that came out very soon? Do. Or very recently, before we get too into the Mando thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ian Fraser from uh, Motive. Just confirmed that HOTA support is coming to PS4 and Xbox One as well for Squadrons. Beer, 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 beer. Oh, man. Just a few minutes ago, he, he uh, did that. So, Sorry, say that again? Uh, Ian Fraser from Motive confirmed that HOTA support is coming to PS4 and Xbox One in a patch Ooh. that will be available the moment the game goes live. Oh, so, baby. Console Next players, thing. get your joysticks and throttles ready. Yeah, buddy. I'm not one of those, but yeah, buddy, nonetheless, I'm excited. More friends to the I party. Can, I think I can become one of those. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm willing to go there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was, that's a, a cool thing. That's a, that's a life action breaking news. Live in the moment. Hell yeah. Uh, but what was our favorite picture from the Mando photos? I think my favorite photo is 
not one of the ones like like sort of properly released, but the the second cover of the, like the Barnes and Noble cover of the magazine itself, where the baby Yoda's in the like satchel. Oh, and, he's darling like, around the around his his neck kind of stuff, um, or shoulder, and just Mando there looking like a strong ass dad. That's the like. There, watch out! Like y'all need to create some like you know how people have like the baby, like wraps that like strap the baby to their front, like parents. Mm-hmm. We need a Mando version of that for our children. So yeah. <laughs> marketing that would be a very good use of the license. Get right on it because you're right. That is a cool picture. And Baby Yoda, so his little his little eyes and nose sticking like out, out from the satchel. He's so cute. Yeah. I can't. I'm so excited for them. Sweet Bubby. I'm excited for more Moff Gideon just because I want to know more about this this frightening, scary man. And Giancarlo Esposito is fantastic actor and he's going to be so scary. <laughs> he's going to scare the crap out of me. I love just seeing more of his handsome face and Grief Karga's new threads. Grief Karga's new threads. He's looking good in red. That's his color, man. Mm-hmm. He says they're very stressful in between seasons, judging by the facial hair. Yeah. It's aged him tremendously. I love the thing um like Carl Weathers sort of sort of teases about I think it was Carl Weathers at least. Um sort of like grief wanting to become more legitimate <laughs> in the uh in the world. And I like I like the idea of that reflecting in the clothes. He's like, Oh, I gotta I gotta dress the part now if I want to be mingling with the, the top top tier. Oh it seems like yeah, a cool, seems like a cool uh, path for that character. I'm excited, and I hope that means that like we get more of him. Mm-hmm. You know, just minutes of screen time wise. Because I remember when he shot him in the third episode. I was like, shit. Like, oh, bye. <laughs> 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 no, no, thank God. Okay. Thank goodness. Um, so yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty pumped. Looking good. So I'm still thinking about the Bantha thing you said. Bantha lips. <laughs> yeah. I just want to walk up to that Bantha and put my index finger in front of those lips and move it up and down. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought was, I thought you were about to say and go. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> can happen I just love the like, the, t- the Tuscan's face as well yeah if you look at the Bamfa's face first you're like oh I need to come it's like what are you look at that <laughs> but I, I yeah I'm, I'm intrigued obviously the idea is that Tatooine is definitely confirmed to return mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which links in with the Boba Cobb Vamp rumors mm-hmm. right. see some dude uh, I mean if we get to see fucking Tim versus Tim. Tim on Tim action. <laughs> Some sweet Tim on Tim action. That might not mm-hmm. be good to see. Um, the uh, yeah, because that would be like probably like a western because obviously Cobb Vamp is supposed to be the sheriff of Tatooine, as it were. Mm-hmm. And then this no good uh, ruffian crawling out of a stomach comes back to get his stuff back. That's oh, pretty yeah. cool. It's rad. 
I wonder if it'll be like a whole one-off episode where we just don't see the Mandalorian. Yeah, who knows? That might be, that could be interesting. Um, yeah, we've got Moff Gideon versus the Mandalorian. Obviously, uh, Giancarlo Esposito. Uh... Yeah, let me start that again. Yeah, we've got the Moff Gideon versus the Mandalorian. Obviously, we got to see a bit of him looking very uh, dour on some oh, sort yeah. of <laughs> imperial ship of sorts. Hell yeah. He's looking sexy. I want, see, mention... I want to see some flamethrower versus Darksaber jetpack action sexiness. Bring it. Mm-hmm. And just just that photo of him. There's something always very exciting about seeing those red and white lights on <laughs> like a dark panel. Yes. Yeah. It's like, oh man, I know where that is. Or I know what that is. <laughs> like you know, it's, mom. It's, it's just a very very specific uh, flavor. And that flavor is filled with umami. Ooh. <laughs> 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 At least for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can relate to masturbating over an imperial panel. Yep. <laughs> Dark walls, white light. That's oh, all my. I need for one night. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Your wife comes home and is like, "Who are you with?" And he just cuts to you with a a panel <laughs> like a star destroyer. <laughs> it's not what it's not what you think. Oh Lord. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, th- I think this this is pretty cool the the Gideon Mando stuff and how he, you know, he talks about disarming him mentally, kind of, <laughs> um, which is very John Carlo mm-hmm. by the sounds of it. And as a um, Thrawn stan, I'm always for that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean that's that's just a cool combination because like we all we also know how much he's talked about swinging that dark saber around. So it's like get a guy who can do both, right? True that. Yeah, like if you're gonna take that weapon away from Bo-Katan after everything she went through, you gotta have to like show off the skills to show that you earned it. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like the way they're describing it will be interesting. And the the something mentally, obviously, might have to play in the fact that obviously there are rumors of uh, Katie Stackoff as Bo-Katan. <laughs> yeah, baby. There's a lot of rumors her. though. Yeah, even the Entertainment Weekly Arco himself uh, straight up mentioned the rumors. Mm-hmm. It was the Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka, Tamora uh, Morrison as Rex, and perhaps Boba Fett. Uh, Kay Sackhoff as Bo-Katan Cries, and Michael Bean and Timothy Oliphant as unknown characters. Uh, Gina Carano said that some of them are true, some of them are not true. Any bets as to who she's referencing? I bet they're all true. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think the first three have the most like merit. I think I, but you know, I I don't. This is coming from somebody who doesn't really know what I'm talking about. Um, I think that Bo-Katan, like, if you forget the amount of people, the amount of sources that are sharing each of these, like, if if you want to say that contributes to likelihood, um, or not, because, I mean. Matt Smith sure as hell was not in episode nine and everybody and their mom was spouting that one. But um, 
I think I think that Bo-Katan, just because the Darksabers come into play and the culture of the Mandalorians, I think that's a real likely option. The most likely in my book, um, which would be cool. Um, I hope all of them are true, to be honest. As long yeah, as they're like, done well, I don't really care how many of them are true. <laughs> yeah. And just like the recency of knowing our last point of Bo-Katan yeah. as the leader of Mandalore, basically. Um, or at least the leader of the Mandalorian resistance or whatever. Um, it just makes too much sense for for everything that they've brought in. And then, yeah, it's like, there's 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 a lot <laughs> going for Katie Sackhoff. Yeah. Like, you can, you can just, from various avenues, pull a lot together. So I, I think, for me, it's like, as long as she's the true one, I'm, the rest can just happen. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like, I, I, I also desperately want Katie Sackhoff to mm-hmm. be to a pulp. Yeah, because I that that just feeds in too much. It it seems like such a a slam dunk considering what they've already brought into the show, what we already know. So recently and too, Filoni's <laughs> obviously Dave Filoni's uh, you know, commitment to both uh, stories that you know she's been a part of and could be in. So it's like yeah, it's there's just too much and um. Yeah, I think I it I don't know if there's much like doubt on on that happening. Yeah. Like she doesn't have to beat me too much, but just a decent amount so I feel some pain. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um It hurts so yeah. good. Sit on me or something. Uh but yeah, I'm looking forward to all of that. Um it's interesting just to see where the story goes, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I, I just really hope that when they do end off the story with Bo-Katan beating um, Moff Gideon, that we don't cut to like a happy ending, and then like the next project we see, which is set in the sequel trilogy, we have to see an eight-year-old Bo-Katan reclaim Mandalore again. Yeah. yeah. Same <laughs> shit, different year. <laughs> can, can we get the gal... Like a long weekend, at least, kind of thing. For real, she's, she's earned it. Yeah, body. She's, she's been doing a bit too much in the Star Wars world. It's like let her let her have some some rest. Poor baby. Also, it would be pretty cool to get our first ever live ref- uh, reference to Satine. That could be interesting. Yeah. Oh. And then maybe that links into um. Bay. Kenobi. Sorry. Can I obey? Kenobi. <laughs> also, shout out to Ash Crossan who interviewed uh, Hugh McGregor this week. Hell mm-hmm. yeah! And we found out that, of course, the uh, Kenobi series will be a singular series. But who knows? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'd love to do more. Yeah. Um, I kind of wanted to see what uh, the lo- I love the Long Way Down series that him and Charlie do. Mm-hmm. So I just like that, but with Anakin and Obi Wan, that'd be amazing. It's just yeah, Anakin and Obi Wan on two door speeder bikes traveling through Felicia. I, I'm really excited to see that they did, you know, a sequel show kind of thing. But I'm less excited. It's on Apple TV. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, none of that PBC stuff. Yep. But you know, the more you know. Um. Yeah, Favreau, uh, John Favreau confirmed that he will be directing the first episode. Woo! Woo woo! 
And then uh, I think this notes was from Nikki, who says, did you guys know that he also made The Jungle Book and The Lion King? And that he showed Dave Filoni Iron Man while he was working on it back on the ranch. Pretty cool. <laughs> you know, that is the I, word on the street. I didn't. I is that true? Sure if, is that true? Yeah, I just wasn't sure if anyone else had heard. So, so thank you for bringing that to it, light. It, yeah, it's important we bring it up. <laughs> did you know that when Dave Filoni got the job, um, he didn't believe it was actually George Lucas ringing him up? Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow, pretty cool. Um, and uh, John Favreau says, uh, Filoni's mind is so deep into a galaxy far, far away that he often expresses his thought in Star Wars metaphors, such as describing his partnership with Favreau as bringing bears to the first. <laughs> Favreau breaks down their process. I'll come up with ideas and sometimes Dave will say, you can't do this in Star Wars. <laughs> then I'll cite examples from the movies or Clone Wars to try to use as a justification. I'm like a lawyer talking to a judge. I am to him as he was to George. I won't do anything without David's approval. And to his credit, he understands that Star Wars needs to be fun and ever-evolving. George Lucas with a twinkle in his eye. (laughs) (laughs) I do do love the idea that they keep... The way they keep talking about Dave is like he's Charlie Bucket. (laughs) Yeah, he he won the factory. (laughs) He won the factory. (laughs) Is he not, though? Is that... Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, when uh, he got interviewed by George Lucas, he went, my boy, you won. You did it. <laughs> I, I wonder what it's like to be the other people interviewed by George Lucas for that job. It's like, oh, <laughs> like, oh oops. He didn't like me. Um, Have you seen um, the Ewok Adventures? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, the, uh, the, the twinkle in his eye thing. I thought it was a very nice part of the article where they, they were sort of talking about George Lucas going to set and like kind of like both sort of like um, poking fun at Dave Filoni, like doing all the, the like sort of by the book things. And then also, but doing it in a way where it's like, that's my boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, like the, I like the way they phrased it where it's like, Dave is trying to be like, hey, look, daddy, look what I did. And then he's like, um, yeah, uh, first and more intense. <laughs> <laughs> you're, doing, you're doing it wrong. Yep. Like, I learned everything from you. <laughs> I just want you to be happy. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's pretty nice, I think. I like, I like seeing, or I like knowing. Um, you know, it's always nice to see that George Lucas can can go have fun in Star Wars land. I just got the so. visual of George Lucas at a baseball game next to John Favreau and seeing um, Dave hit a home run. He's like, that's my boy. <laughs> 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 I mean, that, that's like, like Favreau says, like the, uh, a boxer's corner man, like coaching him. Yeah. Yeah. But with a twinkle in his eye. Oh. <laughs> And his heart on his sleeve. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that's all we've got time for this week. I think yeah, so. It should be fun. And uh, what is um, with all this Mandalorian stuff? What does that mean for for us? What's I'm gonna be coming start coming out next month? Well, it's funny you say that. that that's actually my moist in this. this <laughs> uh, I'm so we'll wet. in. <laughs> Uh, speak, speaking of wet offs, pussies, um, this week in Moist, um, Oof. Oof. <laughs> wap, wap, baby. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> and next yeah. we on Camino. It's a wet ass pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Now it took me completely by surprise. I'm drawing that down. That is the artwork for this episode. Wow! Wow! Oh god! Magnificent! Oh god! That really is magnificent. Well done, sir. Well done. (laughs) When you go down on someone, they go, that's good news. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Uh, I have to drop that down. I've put next to you on Camino, where else, pussy? Because that is the episode title, and that will be the artwork. (laughs) And if you (laughs) are listening to this, you already know that. Wow. Oh, God. Ooh, lordy. Anyway. Speaking, let's, let's get away from that. Let's go back to the, uh, the topic at hand, which is what made me moist this week. <laughs> <laughs> and um, that is the fact that we have just announced season two of Free Bloods and the Bounty. Beer, 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 beer. Uh, if you haven't seen it, I put up some cool artwork for season two of the show where we will be discussing The Mandalorian Ooh. with the 80s style poster. I, I, pretty, you know, I thought it might be pretty interesting to change it up a little bit. Very fitting for Pedro being in Wonder Woman 84. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, it was designed by Maxwell Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what you want. And I was like, can I have a nice little season two poster? And he was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> but now I'm a, che- I'm a cheater man. So, you know. Oh, goodness. Swings and roundabouts. But yeah, yeah um, I'm looking forward to season two of Free Plugs. We had a lot of fun last time. Uh, we're going to try and get some fun guests on this time mm-hmm. Hell yeah. and um, on the YouTube side we might have a uh, season 2 of other Mando topics alright Claire <laughs> it's very possible you might feature some, some ugly mugs on the YouTube channel watching episodes of Mandalorian <laughs> who Don't could they like be aren't God's children <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> you two photogenic beautiful people oh thanks I mean he's pretty it's cute that's why I if keep them around. Babies, they're gonna have they're gonna have Bobby Frick style staring to your soul eyes. <laughs> okay, so don't you put that juju on me. <laughs> 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 but thank you, I will accept the compliment. <laughs> like, I, I don't want children, but I do want Bobby Frick. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh gracious! But yeah, um, I know that you and Jake will probably be doing some YouTube. Reactions. You betcha. But you can see our beautiful faces on the Imperial Senate YouTube channel, our Babu Frick like faces. And uh, we're going to watch some episodes and hopefully you can enjoy our reactions and vicariously live through them a second time when you watch it. Yay! Yay! Woohoo! And we'll be doing more YouTube content uh, as we head more into winter because. Time's getting cold and we need to do more YouTube shit. Um, As opposed to all our outdoor stuff we're doing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, can't do that much. (laughs) Uh, Nikki, tomorrow is the return of the Premier League. Sure is. Which means that people should be doing what? They should be signing up for our Fantasy Premier League. Um season that we've got going we have our own league it is a 
a sequel to the one that we started last year. Um, so, yeah, the deadline is going to be, um, I think, I can't, there's there is an exact timestamp. I think it's it's like just before, like a couple a few hours before the, the like teams are announced for the game. So it will be like before this time tomorrow. Um, which I don't even know if the episode will come out before then, but I'll put it on Twitter. Um, and and you can join late. You will like miss maybe a week's worth of points, but can join late. It's not to say you couldn't catch up. Um, so. Yeah, that is that is going on, and uh, I think I can give the code one more time here, just in case. Da, da, da. Just go to fantasy.premierleague.com, and under the leagues, you type in the league code UP4PE5, all lowercase letters, and you can join us in gladiatorial combat. Hell yeah! So good. Yep, I'll be um, involved. I've got uh, my family <laughs> joining. My uncle's joining in this time. Uh, I think we have more people than than last year. A few more, at least. Um, For sure. So it's it's it looks like it could be good. It's going to be interesting. I'll see how terrible I am this time. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, th- the thing with all fantasy leagues is like a lot of it's just remembering that you have it. Where you know some people are just like, <laughs> That's oh, huge. Well, you know, oh, like, and I, I think it's different in America because American, or at least like cause fantasy, like NFL football, is very big here, but the season is dramatically shorter, so I think people like are able to keep up with it better. And isn't there um, a considerably, isn't there a larger amount of time in between games? I'm very naive to the the workings of the Premier League, which is why I do not partake in the league, because I will gain a total of like three points throughout the entire season. <laughs> yeah, I would I don't actually know NFL schedule too well. Um, like once a week. Premier League's about the same. Okay. It's just, it goes on a normal year, August to May. Um, so there's just longer time. But we be. also have different other league things that happen in midweek and stuff. Mm. Yeah, there's like all sorts of different competitions mm. throughout. So, so yeah, it's a uh, it's a little different, but you know, as long as you you uh, keep focused if you're playing, then um, you know you never know what happens. You might win something in the end. Also, you don't get any bonus points for coming up with a cool name, but I personally like uh, fun names. So, Nikki, yours is Pancot Palace FC, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> My friend, uh, one of my best friends, Josh, it's got Are You For Real, which is <laughs> terrific. We yeah, have that's a great one. Cloppage Time by Matt Turbo. <laughs> Turbo. <laughs> uh, let's see what other ones we've got. The High Ground <laughs> by Garrett Bills. And uh, my one's Tierney's Tesco Pack, because of course, got a big little Arsenal reference. Beautiful. So yeah, uh, definitely join us. It's going to be loads of fun. Starts to, uh, tomorrow, so that's the 12th of September. If you listen to this the day after, which is more, very likely, it's like, like Nikki said, you can join in. You might w- miss one week's worth, but it's not that big of an issue, I don't think, for the first week. Nah, so, yeah. yeah. Nobody really usually blows out the first week, so... Exactly. You, you, it's it's worth joining in. If So yeah, there you go. Uh, and our final note uh, we have updated our website so if you want to pitch any ideas to us so articles uh, 
if you want to do a YouTube video or something, just feel free to email us at charlie at imperialsenetpodcast.com. What inspires you? We want to hear it. Yes. Uh, we've got some examples of some articles as well online. So don't you worry about that. Um, but that's all we've got time for this week. So thank you for listening. And may the force be with you. Bye. Uh, see ya. Hey out there in listener land, thank you for listening. If you want to hear or see more from the Senators, please go to the website imperialsenatepodcast.com, where you will find links to the Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram for the show, as well as our Discord server, Twitch, and YouTube channels. You can also email in to imperialsenatepodcast at gmail.com, and please consider leaving a review on your podcatcher of choice. Thank you again, and may the Force be with you.